Hello everyone, welcome to Driving in the Dark. I like just maybe two hours ago recorded my little Batman v Superman episode of this podcast and I felt like I had to do another one because as I mentioned on that little episode, it's been like two weeks since I really recorded anything. Man, I'm fucking up. I need to get back into the rhythm of it. I need to get going. You know, whatever. So, <laughs> uh, I don't. I still don't particularly have anything to talk about. But that just means it's time for another episode of Discography Speed Round by underperforming <laughs> and unpopular and generally ignored uh, series of episodes in which I take an artist that I know very well and I attempt to review every single album of theirs in 60 seconds or less each. And I think in the first episode of Discography Speed Round, which, if memory serves, was Magnetic Fields, I said I was going to do Scarface and Nas and whatever. <clears throat> and uh, just because I need, I need to get back to recording, I think I'm going to do a Discography Speed Round for Nas, a.k.a. Nasir Jones, a.k.a. Escobar, a.k.a. Na- Nostradamus. Um, Nas is... Personally, I don't consider him the greatest MC of all time. For me, my top three is Biggie, Ghostface, Scarface. But Nas is in my top five, my not, my top ten, definitely in the top five. Uh, he's he's one of those rappers that if someone tells you Nas is, in their opinion, the greatest rapper of all time, you can say my opinion is different, but you can't really disagree. Because if you think he's the best that it ever did, that's not a wrong opinion. He's one of those guys that is so fucking good that if he's not your favorite, it's just a matter of taste. He's incredible. And, um... Don't know how much more there is to say. I try to keep these fairly briskly paced. So, to explain the rules again quick, even though I sort of just did it, The way discography speed round works is that I go through every single album in an artist's catalog, or discography if you will, and try to review every single album they've ever done in a minute or less each, with a timer going. (laughs) And also I would like to apologize because I just realized that my dryer is running. So you're going to hear my dryer in the background of this. It adds character. It makes, uh, <laughs> it's what makes the podcast so relatable. <laughs> but okay, let's get going on discography speed round for Nas. Alright, first off, we have Nas's debut album, Illmatic. Illmatic is one of those albums that I, I don't even know what I can say about this. I don't know that I have very much to say about this because personally, for me, Illmatic is my favorite album of all time across all genres. All rock albums, all pop albums, all funk albums, all soul albums, all R&B albums, all hip-hop albums. This, for me, is the single greatest album of all time. To the point where I can't even... Like, what lyric can you quote from Illmatic? What beat can you cite from Illmatic? This album is quite simply 
the best beats ever and the best rhymes ever on one album. Illmatic 5 out of 5, perfect. Alright, moving on. We have 1996's It Was Written. Um, you know, Nas is sort of disco- uh, notorious as a rapper because of just how bad he fell off after Illmatic. And that reputation is deserved to an extent, but it's also a little bit unfair. Some people, actually, when it was the 20th anniversary of Illmatic, we had a lot of rappers and different people in the news coming out saying they preferred it was written to Illmatic. They're wrong. They're very wrong. There are a lot of problems with this album. Even like, uh, as he would later boast about on Hip Hop is Dead, the Dr. Dre collaboration Nas is coming. Even that's not very good. It's just weird. doesn't really fit in. This is sort of an album where each song is kind of good, but they don't really all fit in together. Ah, shit, I'm running out of time. Three and a half out of five for It Was Written. Man, I I promise you I had so much more that I wanted to say about that album. But hey, it's discography speed round. You get 60 seconds and you're done. All right, next up we have the album I Am. I Am is uh, decent. Like, there's not too much to say about it. It's just kind of okay. And unfortunately, that's the sort of terminology you can use to characterize uh, Nas's general discography. He, as, as Byron Crawford would put it, Nas simply cannot tell the difference between a good idea and a bad idea. And this is a classic example of that. So much of the stuff on here just isn't good. So much of it is just kind of good. The only thing on I Am that is a complete all-the-way knockout for me is the single Nas Is Like, produced by DJ Premier. You know, if you don't like that song, you don't like hip-hop, the rest of this, I can take or leave. I Am, 2 out of 5. Next, (laughs) oh man. What to what to say? What to say? Next up, we have 1999's Nostradamus. <sighs> Nostradamus. Nostradamus. If you've heard of it, is it's sort of notorious because much like I was saying about how if you say Nas is the greatest rapper of all time, that's uncontroversial. Even if you disagree with it, you can't really disagree with it. If someone tells you that Nostradamus is the worst hip-hop album of all time, you can maybe disagree with that, but you can't really disagree with it. I gave this album a fair shake. It's got the reputation for being absolute horrible trash. Um, Just unprecedented levels of just general bullshit but you know I give this a chance and it's just it is that bad zero out of five next we have Stillmatic released in 2001 generally considered Nas's first in a number of comeback albums uh, famously the source gave this and the blueprint by Jay-Z five mics 
I think they were overrating Stillmatic for the sake of selling magazines because of it, it, it's like when I gave Tupac and Biggie five out of five for Life After Death and All Eyes on Me. They just wanted to, they just wanted people to buy the magazine because they gave both rappers in this huge feud perfect ratings. Stillmatic is really, really, really good in parts. Um, specifically, I would cite Second Childhood, which is remarkably, remarkably, incredibly good, or even one mic, but there are low points like Flyest, Braveheart Party, uh, even Ether isn't that good. Stillmatic, good, not as great as it's cracked up to be. Three and a half out of five. <sighs> this is hard with Nas. All his albums, you want to track by track them. Alright, next up we have The Lost Tapes which is a sort of outtakes compilation. Basically, when I Am and Nostradamus were being released, it was they were originally conceived as a single double album in the style of a Tupac, in the style of a Biggie. And then it all got leaked, and that's why Nostradamus was so terrible, because he had to record a whole new album in like a couple months. And the Lost Tapes sort of gives us a glimpse into what might have been with I Am and Nostradamus. Um... There is some great stuff on here. Um, for me, uh, it's the first song, so maybe this seems obvious, but Do Rags on this album is, I think, one of the best al- best songs of Nas's entire career. It's so good, from the beat to the lyrics. All in all, this is a very, very good project, if not that coherent. The Lost Tapes, I'm going to give a uh, 4 out of 5. <sighs> Alright, next up we have God's Son. <laughs> Released in 2002. This, I believe this was on like sort of the tail end of the beef with Jay-Z. God's Son, I think, is a really, really, really good album. Like, everything that people say about Stillmatic, they should... Realistically, they should be saying about God's Son instead. It's sort of his uh, traditionalist album. Um, numerous songs on here take the most obvious and overused and common samples, like in the history of hip hop, and just sort of flip them again and give a new interpretation and just let Nas shine lyrically. There's so many great songs on here. This, the singles are all great from Made You Look to Get Down to I Can. Um, the only thing on here I really have an issue with is what is it uh zone out i believe because the beat is incredible and the lyrics incredible trash also i'm gonna give a shout out to uh his song for his mom godson four out of five (sighs) hey i know my 60 seconds are up but just for the record if if you're listening to this and you're like an aspiring rapper or you're like a major rapper. Hey, Nas. <laughs> I, sorry, I didn't mean for that to be a joke. Hey, Nas. If you're listening to this, whoever you are, never, ever, 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 no matter the weather, for any reason, ever get a beat from Eminem. Nas made that mistake on God's Son. Jay-Z made that mistake on The Blueprint. Eminem has not made a single beat of even passable quality in his entire career. Just rap over a metronome. 
Just rap over a metronome with somebody humming. It will literally sound the same as an Eminem beat. In fact, it'll probably sound better. Don't do that. Alright, anyway, moving on. Streets Disciple, released in 2004. This is when Nas finally did come through and deliver a double album. Probably in response to Blueprint 2 by Jay-Z. Blueprint 2 by Jay-Z was fucking awful. Except for the title track, which was incidentally a Nas diss song. And Streets Disciple is Nas's double album. Some people really hate this album. I don't I don't know why. I think um <clears throat> specifically I think FIFO from Dead End Hip Hop said after he bought this, he straight up quit listening to Nas, stopped buying albums. You know, I don't get it. There's so many good albums, uh so many good songs on this. I especially love American Way, These Are Our Heroes. I love on the Seku story and Live Now how Nas does a pitch shifted thing where he's rapping as a woman by manipulating his voice and stuff. There's a there's so many underrated great songs on here. There's a there's some low points, but hey, three and a half out of five for Street Disciple. Y'all don't even know how hard discography speed round can be. I just did Street's Disciple and didn't even mention the Rock Him song. But it happens. Alright, next we have 2006's Hip Hop is Dead. I remember when this... <laughs> a lot of the reason why I remember this album so well when it came out is I remember... <laughs> this is a crazy story, but I remember when Hip Hop is Dead came out, my dad really enjoyed the title track, the single. He thought Hip Hop is Dead, the song, was so great. And then I played him Illmatic. <laughs> and after Illmatic was over, my dad goes, You know, I'm starting to think maybe Nas was a one-hit wonder. <laughs> there, you know, there's a lot of good stuff on Hip Hop is Dead. The low points are often the beats. The only thing I really want to say is, Fuck all of you who don't like Who Killed It. Very, very good song. Can't forget about you, uh, wonderful. The problems here are basically the beats, and to a lesser extent, the concepts. But over overall, Hip Hop Is Dead is a good album. I'm gonna give it three out of five. And next we have um, Untitled. Untitled, of course, is not the actual name of this album. If uh, you were paying attention to Nas back in 2008, you know what the actual title was. I'm white, so I'm not going to say it. This album is not what it should have been. If you listen to the untitled tape that Nas did with DJ Green Lantern at the time, it was like a bit better. It was like what this should have been. But, you know, this is the album we actually got, and it's okay. It's pretty good. I can't complain about it too much, um, except to say that the bonus tracks were better than the stuff on the actual album. And the bonus tracks were basically just songs from the untitled tape. This is this album is very incos- inconsistent, kind of half-baked. But, I mean, there's good stuff on it. Don't hold Hero against him. And, you know, stop hating on Sly Fox. Three out of five. Alright, next up we have Distant Relatives, um, released in 2010. This was um, a co-album, I don't even know if that's the word for it, but this is an album that Nas did with uh, Damian Marley, one of Bob Marley's 
76 children. And you know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be real. That's why you listen to me is because I'm just that real. When Distant Relatives came out, and I saw that it was a collaborative album with one of the fucking Marley kids, I was like, hmm, I so don't give a shit about that. Like, I can't even put into words how little I give a shit about a Nas album with one of the Marley kids. And you know what? I never listened to it, not even once all the way through. And it's six years later, and you know what? I haven't even listened to it once all the way through. Because, you know what? I love Nas, but now with Damian Marley, who gives a shit? So I just do not have a rating for Distant Relatives. Next up, we have Life is Good, released in 2012. I think this is actually Nas's most underrated album. This album is as underrated as Stillmatic is overrated. The only real caveat, well, I guess there are two. My two caveats with this album are, number one, and everyone who has heard this album will tell you this, the song Summer on Smash is some of the worst fucking bullshit Nas has ever done in his entire career. And that's saying something. Summer on Smash is like Nostradamus bad. But the rest of this is shockingly good. I remember when this came out just being... It, this this is the Nas comeback album. And my second caveat is you have to buy the deluxe edition because songs like Black Bond and Nasty are as good or better than anything on here. Some of the beats are a little weak, but hey, I love this album. Life is Good Deluxe Edition, 4.5 out of 5. Standard Edition, 4 out of 5. And tragically, that is it. Um... I don't know if you noticed, because I'm not sure how consistent I was with giving the dates for these. Nas, throughout his career, has released an album basically once every two years. Like, exactly every two years, there's a Nas album. Life is Good came out in 2012. It is now 2016. And the last thing I heard, he had a song called uh, Sinatra on the Sand or something like that. Justin Timberlake and I think maybe Jay-Z on it. And there just hasn't been an album in four years. It's remarkable. Probably because Life is Good uh, commercially underperformed because people are fucking idiots. Also, shout out to Amy Winehouse. She She's on one of these songs on Cherry Wine. And, um, you know, I could keep talking about Life is Good, but here's what I'm going to say since I just brought it up myself. Go on YouTube and search Nas Amy Winehouse. He did like a, an interview session where he talked about his relationship with Miss Winehouse. That is... It's one of those little videos that just makes you want to cry. It's beautiful. Go, go check that out. And this has been Discography Speed Round for Nas, a.k.a. Nasir Jones, Escobar, yada, yada, yada. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. This this was especially difficult because even if I don't like all of Nas's albums, all of his albums are albums that I want to talk about for more than sixty seconds. So this was this was tricky. This was tricky, but I think I basically said what I wanted to say. Uh, this is dri- this has been Driving in the Dark. Subscribe to me on YouTube, on Stitcher, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. 
And if you'd like uh, to say something to me, hit me up on Twitter at DITD Podcast or email me at Driving in the Dark Podcast at gmail.com. Driving in the Dark, and if you don't know, now you know.